you're listening to Starseeds Angels Savant Syndrome with your host, The Mystic Man. Thank you for joining.
I'm sorry. But I don't want to be a, an emperor. That's not my business. I don't want to rule or conquer anyone. I should like to help everyone if possible. Jew, Gentile, black man, white. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone, and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful, but we have lost the way. Greed has poisoned men's souls, has barricaded the world with hate, has goose-stepped us into misery and bloodshed. We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. Our knowledge has made us cynical, our cleverness hard and unkind. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. More than cleverness, we need kindness and gentleness. Without these qualities, life will be violent and all will be lost. The aeroplane and the radio have brought us closer together. The very nature of these inventions cries out for the goodness in men, cries out for universal brotherhood, for the unity of us all. Even now, my voice is reaching millions throughout the world, millions of despairing men, women, and little children, victims of a system that makes men torture and imprison innocent people. To those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men, fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die, and the power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You have the love of humanity in your hearts. You don't hate, only the unloved hate, the unloved and the unnatural. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power. The power to create machines, the power to create happiness. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Then in the name of democracy, let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world, a decent world that will give men a chance to work, that will give youth a future and old age a security. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us fight to free the world, to do away with national barriers, to do away with greed, with hate and intolerance. Let us fight for a world of reason. A world where science and progress will lead to all men's happiness. Soldiers, in the name of democracy, let us all unite! Right, E then. The Mystic Man here. 
and I am trying out a new way of audio. Tell me if you like it. You are listening to Starseeds Angels Savant Syndrome with your host, The Mystic Man. Thank you for joining. Hope you're having a good day. I happened to change my profile picture on Facebook to a cat. To a very fluffy, cute cat. And I think that very much resembles me. Very much. Even though I'm not really like cat-like. I don't know what I would more associate to. I would figure I'd be something of the ocean, really. A whale, you know, I love whales. I think I would be a whale. Yeah. You know, whale song is just like, it's the ultimate meep, really. A meep is a word that I used to use, well, you know, me and my ex used to use it, and we argue about who made it up. I say I did, but I still do acknowledge possibility that she may have made it up. But in any case, it's basically to mean meek, basically to mean meek. But the K sound, it just doesn't fit, you know what I mean? Meep is very much more innocent. With a K at the end, that's like attack, you know? Or like eek. Or like, you know, uh, choke. Those are all really, really active, kind of aggressive, violent words. But, meep. Now, meep, on the other hand, that's a beautiful word. It's a very beautiful word. I think they called that one dude from, like, Sesame Street meep. I don't know. Um, I, I, I think I remember something like that passing by my subconscious mind in denial because no it doesn't exist doesn't exist at all it's made up oh I'm just I'm just playing a little little uh, little reference if you haven't seen yet check out Echo Much Magazine YouTube channel I made a funny I made a funny little video where I was uh, kind of doing a little mockery of um, pretty much everybody that's in denial. <laughs> yeah, as I went over the the um, the evidence that doesn't exist online, all of the publishings, the science peer-reviewed publishings 
of evidence that doesn't exist but does exist because you can read it and you can cite it and you can totally look it up and you can totally make logical sense out of it and then you can look up the citations to the referenced other scientific articles and publishings because there's so damn many there are so many that's how bad it is that people can go and say something like there's never been any evidence to say that vaccine damages exist when really they of course fucking there's so much fucking evidence <laughs> you know there's so much evidence that goes against the mainstream narrative there's so much it's everywhere and the thing is is that the only way such ignorance could be even allowed existence is from the ignorance of us as the people really you know it's 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 really that's as simple as it is the only way that they could get by with saying something like there's no evidence that 5g wi-fi is ever bad for you the, the human body or the fucking cells of the body like is from us not really looking because we hear that and we feel comfortable hearing that because it's uncomfortable hearing that it's bad for us isn't it but you know we kind of really should look at the things that we are uncomfortable with just saying news very amazing news I discovered the name of God isn't that crazy that I did it too during the eclipse is that not like prophet prophetic prophesied I prophesied it I prophesied a prophet because I'm the prophet and so I'm gonna turn a prophet prophetically as I profess with professional proper predicament the premonition I don't know I got nothing okay so basically let's start it off here's how it goes okay it's very simple very simple and actually it all came down from me kind of debunking this one thing that was like you know making its way around online it was all like trying to say like oh the uh letters of uh yahweh right because you know how it's really um it comes from four letters right and those letters were the hebrew letters not the English letters, <laughs> but yeah, I was trying to say like, oh look, it's like in the DNA code or something like that, structured of genetics, and it looks like the Yahweh, the Y-H-W-H, and like, you know, I mean, it's interesting, it got me at a second, you know, but then I was like, oh yeah, wait, no, that doesn't make any sense, because I mean, first off, it's that's English that's not that's the English alphabet like that's not the Hebrew alphabet you know it doesn't make sense <laughs> it 
Um, you know, and that kind of stuck in my head for a while. And it just hit me that, you know, a couple days later, I was like, wait a second. Yahweh, right? Y-H-W-H, right? You know, and then the thing is, is that the Hebrew read and write from right to left. Yeah. You know, you'd figure that they uh, took this new account in the deciphering of God's name, right, in the translation. Yeah, I guess not. Nope, not at all. Nope. No. Written in the ways that we would look at it. Meow. Meow. Yes, Tyler, kitty. I will pay you in the ways that we would look at it. No, it's Y H W H from left to right, but from right to left, it's H W H Y, which I mean, okay, so the ancient Hebrew. They didn't give the little markings to assess and to tell you, like, what the vowels were, right? That's the ancient ways, right? It's just like, you know, I mean, how you and I, like, if I say USA, like, oh, that that's reference to, you know, that's an acronym. It's referencing to something else. Like, that's how they wrote, you know, back in the day. Basically, acronyms. And actually, the letters themselves represent words, too, if you didn't know. It's very amazing language. I, I would love to be able to learn it, but it's way too advanced. It's like super alien. It's probably alien. You know, I mean, even they say that the, um, the their alphabet itself was given to them from the Archangel Metatron. I don't know who I'm really exactly referencing to when I say they, you know, <laughs> I don't know, I've heard it before, and, um, uh, supposedly that, uh, the Archangel Metatron gave the, the Jews, the, uh, you know, the, um, they, they gave them their, their alphabet, uh, the tarot, and their knowledge in astrology. Um, I'm not sure if that's also in relations to the Anunnaki, supposedly, um, that gave us, like, the knowledge of, like, weaponry and, like, um, how to wear makeup and such like that. <laughs> you know, really funny things that have to do with sins. But, like, um, no, I, I, in, in, uh, my source that I vaguely barely even remember it's separate uh, separate things but yeah no um, Archangel Metatron who Edgar Casey had stated was Enoch actually that Enoch ascended to become the Archangel Metatron at which point he came back down to humanity and gave the wisdoms 
of the cosmos. And in the Book of Enoch, it's kind of a funny story, you know? I mean, um, basically you have what seems like dude got picked up by a UFO. Alien was like flying the UFO and like telling him all kinds of crazy stuff. And he's like tripping out, like looking at all like the weird things on the ship. Like, what is this? And the dude was like, pay attention or something. And told him the answers to the universe and then dropped him back down. Is that what ascension is? Like getting, getting picked up? <laughs> you know? Take a ride in the whip. Get schooled. I mean, shoot. Like, I could pick you up. You know, I got a car. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, I'll pick you up. We'll go. I'll go say a bunch of hardcore stuff and drop you off, and then bam, we'll just call it ascension. Right, you know. I mean, technically, it's like the book of Enoch. If um, you would just imagine that you were from a couple thousand years ago, heck. But, you know, I don't know, these days we don't really have too much credence or reverence towards wisdom, which we should. I love things that are profound. I love everything that is profound. I don't know why we wouldn't. Shouldn't we? Yes, we should. <laughs> if it's profound, then it's super wise stuff to know. And that's always cool. That's always awesome. Why would you not respect that? You should. Everybody should. I respect the heck out of it no matter what. Even if it's in a different race. Oh no. Not ethnicity than me. Come on. Like, what the fuck is that? Fuck off. <laughs> you know? Even if it's in a different sex. Like, okay. Why... Why is there like this like rift between the masculine and feminine? Like why why why? It makes no sense. Like if there's like wisdom from one side, that should be seen as sexy. Because it is sexy. It's fucking hot, you know? I, I that's oh that's another thing too. I think that there's a misconception possibly that women might have to think that like guys will be insecure now this might be true in a lot of cases though it might be true in a lot of cases i don't know i mean right you know um but that guys would just be insecure at a smart woman and she wouldn't be seen as attractive hell no fuck off with that a smart woman is so hot that is the most hottest thing like all of my heroes were smart women you know like um as a teenager i'm not gonna lie my crush was pastor melissa scott have you ever seen her on tv she is just she was yeah i don't know she's got the curly hair and she's just she speaks like so many languages and like oh my god <laughs> And that's so bad too because she's like a pastor and like um but she's she was just like 
banging to me, you know? And then nowadays, right? Okay. Nowadays, like, I would say that... I, I don't know how to pronounce her last name correctly. I always messed up. But uh, Kaylee uh, McEnany? Is that how you say I don't even know. McEnany. McEnany. Kaylee McEnany. <laughs> like, her parents really chose, like, a good combo. Like, Kaylee McEnany. That I don't know how to say it. But, I mean, she's just, wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. That That's a really hot woman. She's so hot. Like, just the way that she's just like, yeah. And you realize, like, like she'll have attitude, but, like, in, like, a total sexy way, right? You know, like, she doesn't, like, you know, like, get that, like, super ugly, like, pompous, like, just nasty woman look. Never. She never has that. She And I don't mean ugly as in, like, a, you know, like, any... But he's ugly for that. You know, I just mean, like, in a... Kind of, like, a residual self. Like, if you can imagine the emotion of it, of having it, you know? It's an ugly feeling, right? You know? That, like, kind of grungy, like... Hey! Right? <laughs> that's what it's like to... Hey! That's, that's what it's like. That, that emotional kind of sense if you can associate that to the kind of judgmental um attitude nah yeah yeah she doesn't get that right she just has like a kind of like you know like she just smiles and like kind of kind of laughs too because it's a predicament that's true too it's a predicament you know she she just is generally um pretty much always right <laughs> Just because she sticks with, like, the truth, you know? I mean, okay, yeah, she's been caught, like, I think once. And then, like, everybody else that tried to catch her and other shit, like, like, there's other ones where they've been like, oh, yeah, like, she lied and this, that, that, that. And then they're hecka wrong. Like, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. She's so on point. She's so on point. Like, it's, 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 it's almost like she's a superhero. It's like she's, like she's like a superhero like she's like a real life superhero i i want to say if anything like i would I, I vote her for president i mean you know i mean she's just so cool that I, I would definitely vote for her for president any day and i hope she stays legit like i hope she stays cool because like she's she's that's my one i mean she even ended up I didn't even know if you guys know, but my name is Sean. She ended up marrying a dude named Sean. How about that? How about that? I think it's, um, I think it's a sign. I should tell her. Somebody should tell her she married the wrong Sean. No, that's mean. She probably definitely married the right Sean. He's a, he's a cool seeming guy, you know. I watched their wedding video on YouTube because I was so jelly. I'm not even lying. I totally did. And they made it really good, too, by the way. And that is not, like, the totally, like, most Libra-ist, like, corny thing you've ever heard. 
but yes yes I, I don't know why I like weddings like it's like really sweet you know I'm actually really good at making um, wedding videos if like anybody wants I make very good wedding videos I like to do it too like it's fun for me because like putting together and like I mean I would I would do it out of um, you're already taken footage you know and already uh, and, and gathered um, photographs from the event of course because um, I mean what are the chances that like my listener is like anywhere close to me probably very uh, actually I could I could look it up in analytics it's less than 1% really you know, there's a 76% chance that you're in France. There is a 13% uh, chance that you're in America. And, uh, yeah. But, yeah, no. Um, I do that as a service. Uh, I would definitely work with you for the pricing. But I'm pretty good at it. Pretty good at it. And it's fun to me, you know. I like to, you know, like, um, like the last one I did, she told me she cried, the, the, well, she's my friend, but, you know, the bride, she cried, and I was, my goal was to try to get the husband to cry too, because it, it came out so, like, you know, it, it was, it must have been really hardcore, you know, to see their wedding all over again but like in a very beautifully presented way that was like almost like a almost like a music video you know very cool and I cried <laughs> I did I cried making it just like looking at the images like putting it all together it's a beautiful thing you know <sighs> you know I just Maybe it's just because, like, I know, like, I'll probably never have that. Not with my life. No. I gotta live a crazy life of adventure and fighting evils. Bruce Wayne did never get married, did he? Did he? I mean, he might have, you know like or something like one time to somebody that he probably never saw <laughs> for like ever again maybe I mean not saying I'm some wealthy dude but you know I loved it I loved Batman I loved the um the aspects of it, right, you know, I definitely related to that, you know. And I totally just, like, uh, headlined this episode with, like, the name of God. And really only, like, talked about it for a second. There's really not much to say. Really, you know, I mean, if you read the uh, letters from right to left, it would be H-W-H-Y. Now you have to, 
basically, you know, kind of like think about what kind of vowels it would be. So, that, you know, your guess is as good as mine, but I like to say that it is Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii. Hawaii. And it's funny, too, because in, um, in the Hawaiian, you know, for, to Hawaiians, right, it's pronounced Hawaii with a, with a V sound, right? Don't ask me why they put a W there. You know, why did, why did they put a W when it's a V sound? I don't know, but guess what? They did that to the Hebrew alphabet too, because the W for the ancient Hebrew alphabet is the V sound. Isn't that crazy? So both of it is actually some kind of a ha or a ha or ho, and then a va or a va or v or ve. And then uh, again, ha, or who or ho or ha or something, and then uh, uh, the y, which may be a yod, yud, yed, yo, yay, Hawaii. I I want to say it's just Hawaii. You know, like it's it's Hawaii. Come on, that's what it is. God is Hawaii. Deal with it. Jeez. Maui was the one who fished out all the islands from the sea. And Haleakala is the house of the sun. That's where the sun sleeps. And it wakes up in the morning. And then it travels. I don't see why that's so hard. Hawaii, deal with it. Being a mixed race, dude, kind of gives me a perspective on humanity, especially in the racism of today. It seems so archaic, it seems so stupid, it's lame. It's like when you have the sun watching the mother and the father argue and the little boy is more mature you know what I mean because when I look across and I see these other races I say I am that because I am It makes no sense for me to be racist. For me to be racist, it would be self-denial. So in that sense, when I see other people that are racist, well, it kind of gives me a actual sensible means of racism. I think everybody should at least aim towards mixed ethnicity. Fact is, and the science proves it, children of mixed races grow up taller than their parents, have better IQs, higher IQs, 
and better immunities. Now this makes sense. This makes perfect sense, right? It's because there's more data in the DNA. Think about it. It's a, it makes the perfect sense too in the um, explanation of how and why you would have deformities when you have incest or inbreeding. It's because the data itself is not representing the amount of new information that should be of the new biological being upon birth and growth and formation of itself obviously it's like if you have uh, two USB sticks right now you have two of them and you have let's say one of them is almost exactly got the same thing on it just like the other one except for it's got maybe like one file that's different right so when you copy that over to another USB you simplify it per file only one copy of each file well it's a certain amount of data right now imagine you have two USBs and they have very different files because they have different memory right the one pairing with the most difference in memories is going to have the most data so in that aspect if anything well I mean you could see it by the nature of it of course and it would make sense too in a very universal esoteric and not even just a mystifying way but kind of just natural way in, in the orders of things and how the orders of hypocrisies go when you could look at hypocrisies of man and ironies you can totally see that oh yeah of course right the Nazis were specifically ironic specifically any any form of racism where they're proudfully boasting only just their own race is specifically ironic to the aims of calling themselves as a superhuman right as some kind of super human race when really it's the opposite naturally as it would be as they would of course be specifically wrong that's uh probably gonna butt hurt a lot of people right i don't give a fuck the science speaks for itself and everybody in their pride over 
inbreeding. That's disgusting. Grow the fuck up. Evolve. If anything, the only reason we have all this fucking mess is because you're fucking inbreeding and your fucking inability to love one another outside of race, outside of ethnicity. And call me a hypocrite because I'm not giving you love right now. I don't give a fuck. That's irrelevant, actually. You don't really deserve it if you're not giving love to all race. Appreciating. If, you know, if you're if you're only sticking to your own race, that's like that's basically calling for racism. Actions over my honoring anybody. I don't have to respect anybody. And in fact, looking at the way things are going. Y'all motherfuckers owe me some fucking respect. I've been right this whole fucking time about all of this shit. Everybody's been fucking... Well, no, there's there's been really cool people. There's some people out there that are really good and really amazing. But... It doesn't matter... What kind of ideologies people have. It doesn't matter what you believe. I don't give a fuck what you believe. I give a fuck what comes up in the proof in the pudding. Cause you're, you can believe whatever the fuck you want. That don't mean you're right. That don't even mean you're close to right. That don't even mean you're validated in your fucking beliefs at all. That don't even mean that the things that you believe are at all valid in anything at all. The entire reasoning behind your beliefs could be completely fed to you. Not even yours. It's not even something that you made. It's just something you adopted and didn't even know that, that you had a choice in your interpretation of meaning. Simplicity. Mm -hmm. Simplicity. Simplicity. Definitely becoming me, becoming me. Simplicity. Definitely becoming me, becoming me. Let's depend on living my Don't need, could, should, would do that. Cause my will is my way. That definitely involves time travel through space and caves and duct tape and a dirty mind with no face Place I can escape all the noise Spiritually, what is it? Spiritually, lyrically making up my life. 
Yeah, we're present union around the peace path And my grandpa's laugh with a primitive laugh Living in the mountains with his bone and his knife And he connected to the brethren and enlightened beings And he envisioned a time without these things Just our hands Just our hands Mercury in retrograde Lost in outer space without a trace of his mind Mercury in retrograde, retrograde man Lost in outer space without a trace of his mind Won't you come on down? tell you a little story. Back in 2016. What a year that was. If you don't remember. Yay! Look it up. Spoof. 2016 videos, year 2016, uh, trailers. It was so bad that they made scary movie trailer spoofs out of it. A couple of them, actually. Maybe like two or three. Super funny ones. 2020 is seeming a lot worse. But for those who may be going through, who may be going through their Saturn return, so I believe that would be, um, shoot, well, you would have been born in, um, 1991-ish, 1990, 91, 92-ish, uh, Saturn doesn't move too fast, so that would be you, that's a very long transit, Saturn returns are very hard, for me, it was my spiritual awakening-ish, I mean, I can't really say I'm awake because I'm still alive, and I do say that in general. This is a dream, isn't it? And knowing that you're in a dream does not make you awake. It makes you a lucid dreamer. <laughs> well, first I started seeing the numbers, right? 1111. Actually, it was a gangster that told me about it. Real bad dude. He used to get me to do illegal things. I was asleep, so I didn't take responsibility for myself or my actions. I was, uh, had no goals. I had nothing. I had a job. Sure, you know. And I worked hard. Really hard. I still do, of course. But the point is, 
Once I started seeing the numbers, I started making connections. I started to look them up. Right? And follow the signs. And after a while, now this is when I was just getting into astrology too. It's a good place to start. If you don't know uh, any astrology, I suggest you start in astrology rather than tarot or numerology. Astrology is a really good, good solid place to start. Look up your birth chart, not your horoscope. Don't go by the horoscope. Go by the birth chart. And I don't mean like bye-bye. I mean like just look it up online. Free natal chart. Get your birth certificate if you don't know your time of birth because you're going to need it. And yeah. Well, after a little while, it wasn't too long, maybe uh, three months, Instead of seeing the numbers, I started to see animals. First, it was the butterfly. everywhere. And I mean like everywhere, I mean the symbolism of it, you know, it wasn't just the actual butterfly, it was, uh, it was uh, tattooed on people that I would, you know, come to be good friends with. It guided me, it was um, markings on paintings oh there was this painting that had stood in my um it was in a box wrapped up in the living room forever forever i i don't know where it came from and i uh i still don't and you know one day in the midst of everything and all these synchronicities i looking at the box and I just opened it up, unwrapped it. It's a big old butterfly. Next to it was the dragonfly, which was in uh, Amakula of my exes. Now in Hawaiian, Hawaiians believe in what we call an Amakua, which is like a lesser god. And in Amakua, is said to be a family god. Now I've uh, I've known mine to be the white owl for a long time. Every time somebody in my family passes, a white owl comes to me and a few of our other family members, and um, it has for generations. But there's also the factor that all of the animals are connected to us. 
question is which ones are you connected to in the sense of your recept receptivity there's also a family a royal family I think in Scotland something like that they have foxes it's a very hard thing to find online very hard thing to find online it was for me back in the day at least and this family whenever a member of the family would die foxes would come and howl at the gates this is a royal family with the family crest and their family crest is foxes now given that's half a world over and it's the same thing where whenever somebody dies the animals come to mourn I'd say that that's not um, that's not a thing that can be taken for granted that's obviously scientific evidence right there but it's there and um, I remember I first read about it in a book called unexplainable phenomenon which was a glorious book full of uh, collected events that some old dude had put together throughout his whole life and then um, and then some somebody found it and added to it, it great book awesome things in it very cool because then you kind of learn about the um, the way that nature works anyways <coughs> So that was a Amakula for my ex, so I, I had known that one a tiny bit. And what it did was it connected me back to my ex too. She was actually the one to give me my first tarot reading. And um, wow, that, just those five cards, it was the story of my life really, it's still playing out and it still hasn't finished yet. I still have yet to get to the last card. Maybe even not yet did the second and last card. I wonder if it would, uh, such a weird thing now. Them playing out the way they did. They totally did play out very true. Astrology and tarot and numerology, they all work. Because they're always in the work. They were always at play. And why is that? How could that be? Well, you know, a lot of people like to say this or that, you know, the uh, the guides of angels and such. And yeah, that's true in, in a, a lot of ways. And um, I personally, for the way that I do things, that I, I try to lead the person to take more responsibility of it being them as in the, the angels are of us you know and so would the demons be and in that aspect you would see that the demons 
are psychological effects. I don't mean that they're illusions, but also do mean that they're illusions. I don't mean that they're fake, but I kind of do mean that they're fake. See, we... It's of aspects in a conscious realm kind of way. You know, uh, if you look at uh, biblically, you can see that ever since Adam had his first denial. Oh, that was a good one. Which one would be the first denial? Hmm. It would be the denial that God was sincere. Horrible thing to deny. <laughs> Horrible thing to deny, because it's self-denial on the first part. In any sense, um, the Yamakua in Hawaii were considered to be the animals that were of your family, family connected, bloodline almost. And I want to say that that's true in um, Edgar Casey's readings as well. He explained it as that in the uh, days before Atlantis, in the creation of man, that the spirits of everything came together and formed into man and what was left out as as in what was um you know what was left you know left out of the spirits went into the earth and became the things that that we would call gods and also animals and also um gods in the sense of like the native american way you know like or, or um the asian way too a lot of other cultures um they would have like god of the clouds and god of the river over there you know the specific river over there <laughs> you know god of um god of the rain and these uh spirits you know they um, they commanded these essences these elements and according to your casey i wish i could quote the reading and i'm totally going against the uh, are um by not quoting it specifically but hey you know what they charge 80 bucks now just to go and read their stuff isn't that so uh, I, I it pisses me off it's like how they uh, uh how for the bible they used to have it in latin and then nobody spoke it but you know they learned uh, anyway so all of the animals are connected to us very much so and you can connect to all of them. And in the manner, they come up to you, to reach to you, in order to have you align. See, the only way that it could work, that you could align with them, is through empathy. Through putting yourself in their shoes, in their perspective. Empathy goes a long way. I like to say, all the way. So next, after the dragonfly, we had the spider. Well, I mean, I had the spider. I don't know what you'll have. But for me, it was the spider, and that one was... Whew. I mean, I was up in uh, Canada looking for my mom. Yeah, it was a crazy 2016, let me tell you. My mom went missing, and uh, it was very emotional. 
I went to Canada to try to find her. That's where she went missing. And yeah, um, now I'm talking to my grandma and my aunt, and we're in the car. Nice car, you know? It's not like it was a, you know, it wasn't dirty, it was clean. And as I'm talking about the spider thing, and like, you know, we're like, because my, my grandma and my aunt, they're very aware, they're very woke, very spiritually aware. And, um, well, a spider came down on its little string from in the middle of us, in the middle of the car, from the top roof of the thing, <laughs> right in front of all of our faces. Uh, when we all just laughed, like, ah, you know, not scared of it, but I mean, I was just laughing, you know. Yeah. But it was scary after a while because, like, the spiders kept coming for me. It's like I was attracting them, you know, and there spiders from everywhere, all kinds of spiders, from San Jose to over there, even on the airplane. It was crazy. Anyways. Let me tell you, I, I went, I think it was called uh, Thetis Lake in Victoria, B.C. Beautiful place. Beautiful place. The entire island, it's uh, Victoria Island, is full of jade everywhere on the ground, just chilling. Most of it white jade. And it's gorgeous. I've got so many lakes on that island. And I'm there at Thetis Lake, and it's very, very deep can't see the bottom. Nobody knows how deep it is, really. And I'm meditating. And I'm weaving a bracelet. Because I I got the the stuff to weave it with them because I wanted to meditate on how the spider is and how the spider thinks. And I came to A very deep kind of um, reflection for me. You see, the spider never gives up. The spider doesn't cry when somebody breaks its web. The spider doesn't, you know, doesn't stop working. If somebody breaks its web, it keeps going and it builds it again. And it might look like it's going in circles and it might look like it doesn't know what it's doing because it's going over here, it's going over there, you know, connecting things that it just seems ridiculous, seems nonsensical. And then all in all it comes and it finds center. And all around it Everything is aligned, everything is connected. And then, the spider doesn't hunt, it doesn't fret, all it does is wait patiently, with pure faith that what it did was correct. And what happens? The universe provides. natural. Pure faith. Pure forgiveness. Later on the spiders came to me again to teach me another lesson. 
but that's for another time. I want you to think on that. You see, it might come to you in other ways. The messages, the signs. You know, um, I know that if uh, if you've been seeing eleven eleven, and if you've been seeing the uh, ascension process too, one two three four, or three four five six, you know, it's all in order. It's all it's all in order, really. You know, it's just uh, we ourselves have to also align our lives, and these things they they make very much make sense in a funny way. Um, there will be an irony too to your life, to yourself, and in, uh, in overcoming things, you kind of stray away from um, the old understandings of things. Not not understand. You still have the understandings. You just don't care, right? Like for me now, I'm a total mess. I'm a mess, you know. Well, that's just because I know stuff is. Um, well, I've been all over the world, you know. Not all over. I've been, I've been a fair amount, and um, had a lot of experiences in life, and uh, I know that I'm working hard right now, and eventually, what matters will show itself true naturally. As I find center, and as everything comes to center. So patience is a very, very great virtue. See, the thing about patience is you have faith. Now, faith, that goes in a lot of ways, too. Because you could, you should also have faith in each other, in one another. Always. Now, even if, even if uh, the person doesn't deserve it, as you give faith, you allow that person to get out of their curse. You see, the thing is, is that as we judge a person or blame a person, that person gets stuck in that dilemma because you create that emotional stimulus that hurts him or her. You know, um, and 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 they they can't help but in that pain. Um, have the ego rise up trying to protect the inner child and of course the ego is going to do it in a very hypocritical way to the inner child's true uh, true healing process but at that point can we really say that it's the ego's fault mm -hmm. I would like to say that it's actually the responsibility of the whole of all of us from the individual level so each of us to help that other person. Now, I think that so many people nowadays, they have all kinds of uh, very ironic perceptions about the world. They say things like, oh, they got to do it for themselves. And I'd, I, I'd, I'd like to say that in every sense that people say that, think about it. Think about a time when you said or when somebody said to you, oh, they got to do it for themselves. Or, oh, they, you know, they got to love themselves first. Isn't that ironic? It's very ironic because it leaves the person completely uh, alone and stuck to the 
condemnings of the people, you know, that aren't helping. And it, it never, it never really, um, it very rarely helps. It very rarely uh, it has a situation where that person uh, ascends through it. Very rarely. And even if so, chances are that, you know, they won't be appreciated of it or be uh, acknowledged in it. And what that does is that creates a narcissist out of them because they, they inwardly feel that they should be appreciated for it and that nobody's going to give the appreciation either because they're, ironically, the narcissist because that's a narcissistic thing to do to, to say, like, oh, I'm not going to fucking give love to them because they got to love themselves first. Like, what the fuck kind of demonic shit is that? We're human beings, you know? We love. That's what we do. It's natural. Don't make up excuses. That's so... Ugh. Ugh. No. That's not the true self. And if you're making up excuses like that, like... Then I suggest astrology. Get to know your true self. Because it's beyond these um, excuses. And we do make up so many excuses to stray from the truth. And it's really hard to have faith in others. Because sometimes um, we grew up and nobody had faith in us. So it's a language that we might not know. For some, though, they could even grow up without it. But specifically because they've been so hurt without it, they know exactly what it is. And so they give it. Whatever way it is for you, feel it out. Don't let anybody gaslight you of your emotions. If they say for you to do this or feel any kind of way, say fuck you. Straight up, say it. Don't don't just say yeah, you're okay. You know, because the thing is, is that you're having a break between your psyche as you as you don't openly state your heart. You're not following your heart if you're not openly feeling freely uh, expressing your emotions then you're disobeying yourself don't do that obey yourself as in the heart not the ego don't listen to the ego actually you could listen to the ego but just know that the ego is wrong and flip it you know what i mean like if uh you're in an argument with somebody and you, you, your ego says something like, "Oh no, don't, don't say you're sorry. They're just gonna, da da da." Well, take it fully on yourself and say, "You know what, ego? I know what, me. No. I think I'm gonna give them a shot. And with full sincerity. Full sincerity. I mean that." cannot be half sincerity and half fake. It doesn't work like that. With full sincerity in your eyes, seeing them, and in your heart, opening up, in vulnerability, tell them how you feel. Caring. Because you do care. If you're hurt, that means you care. You wouldn't hurt if you didn't care. Say you're sorry. Say you love them. 
I'm actually in that situation right now. <laughs> I've been in it a bunch of times too with my brother. And, um, you know, I love him. It's hard. It's really hard. For me, he has never apologized. And actually, um, contrary to what you might be thinking, possibly, um, actually, I, I forgave him every time. And what it is is um, I've been waiting for three years now for him to make the move now. And I, uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he just doesn't care in that uh, sincere sort of way. But, you know, it takes getting to know yourself, really, to know that a lot of times we say it has to be done. And that's a funny thing, right? Because I'm seemingly the hypocrite here. You don't understand, though, if that's a, um, what you think. No, it's a... Uh, and I'm, I'm just not assuming, like, you know, I'm just saying that uh, that would be the general thing, that generally people do think that. And I know because I generally thought that all my life. I understand that these things, these weaknesses of the human psyche go in a specific way because, as Christ said, um, the road to heaven is, is uh, what do you say, steep and narrow. The, the path to heaven. And... It's true, it's because uh, we don't see it, we don't, you know, we don't want to see it. The specific denials of the human psyche are very, very elemental, fundamental. And they work in certain ways when it comes to the denial of it, you know. You never think that, like, okay, here's one. You ever just think, like, somebody, they're just so full of themselves, right? Who's so full of themselves? You see it. Well, actually, chances are, there's a good chance that you're jealous over something. They have something that you don't have, and you think and you feel like they don't deserve it because you haven't seen the work that they put in. And maybe they were born wealthy, but you haven't seen their life at all, so you're jealous. And that's what it really is because the thing is, is that it wouldn't bother you about somebody expressing their ego. In fact, they quite possibly have been denied of appreciation or denied of uh, respect in that situation where they're acting egotistical. And what it really is, is probably more like their outward expression of pain in the sense that they know that they deserve the respect and they know that they deserve the, the honor and they know that they deserve the... Um, appreciation and they don't get it and they are angry about it and rightfully so I'd say because I mean I should I know that from my own experience yeah you know you know how many times that I've uh, gone into like a group you know and I've, I've uh, said something very smart right and I don't mean to you know toot my own home but I, I kind of do gotta step up and um and allow myself to 
state that, you know, because sometimes I say things that are very wise. And uh, it's true, and people realize that, and there is that dynamic where there's a difference. Not always, you know, and I try to hold it. And I try to listen more. But anyways, um, and people will get insecure about it. They will straight up think that I'm like full of myself. And the thing is, is like I, yeah, I grew up most of my life depressed and suicidal. Like, you know, I mean, thankfully I'm over that now. But you know, um, I just make 